0: And welcome to the J Train podcast every Mondays and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions, and we're coming right at you fast and furious. Gonna hit you in the mouth, let you take it in, figure out how it feels, and let the rhythm hit your soul because we're giving out advice and it ain't free it comes with a price you gotta tell your friends your brothers your sisters your mamas your papas anyone with ears and you gotta let it go through their soul too because we're dropping a funky beat that's going to hit your feet and take you to the street. Every Monday and Thursday, hit you in the face with a new sound. Every single week we come with the emails and we have a virtually... A virtual studio audience here joining us as we do every Monday and Thursday. They're loud and they're proud. Are they here?
1: I could only play one sound over Zoom.
0: Oh, uh, Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Don't let anyone in. Shelby's here on the ones and twos. Shelby, thank you for coming. It's great to have you here. The studio audience, as uproarious as ever. They're a little sleepy today, but as uproarious as ever. Yeah, they're here. Great to have the studio audience here virtually. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We put out this show Mondays and Thursdays. Keep spreading the word. If you're on YouTube, hey, YouTube land, um, we're here. I'm looking right at you. A lot of people are seeing us on YouTube, and they're not sub- subscribed to the page. I need you subscribed. Need you to hit that subscribe button on the channel. Hit that button, right, Classic Shell?
1: It's All you got to do is press one button. I don't know what's so hard about it.
0: Yeah, and then you get an email update. Let me also tell people I'm not tweeting from my in, from my YouTube account. It's not like I'm like posting you know seven thousand times a day. You're gonna get one email. Hey, it's J Train posted a video once in a while. We're gonna do live stuff there. I might have some special stand up being posted there.
1: Pretty pretty impressive.
0: It's pretty big. We got big stuff coming, so the only way to get involved with that is to be subscribed to the YouTube channel, Patreon. Uh listen, five dollars a month, three extra podcasts a week. I, I don't know what is a better deal than that. I mean, patreon.com slash Jared Fried. I don't know what you you know, what what are we, what are we doing here? We what are we doing?
1: There was the five dollar foot long and then they got rid of that yeah. and they replaced it with the J Train Patreon
0: that's right this is the new five dollar <laughs> foot long you're right so I need patreon.com/ slash jaredfreed and I'm gonna add a new wrinkle here we want if I if I get we if I get to a cer I, I don't like revealing the number I don't know of patreon subscribers but if we get over a thousand people I will do a I will do a live stream of a rom-com princess Diaries. People That's right. Love
1: that. People can't get enough of it.
0: Princess Diaries Live stream. We're close to a thousand. If we can get there, I'll do it. Only on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jared Fried. So get involved. Very excited about today's guest. Today's guest, hilarious comedian. Got her uh, yep, yeah, new guest, it's new to the, the podcast. You've all been waiting for a new guest new to the podcast hilarious comic Natalie Cuomo thank you for coming on thank
2: you so much for
0: having me it is a pleasure where are you coming from and if you don't know Natalie go follow her at Natalie Cuomo underscore on Instagram go follow she has a podcast called thirst trap which we're gonna I'm gonna ask you about it's on every Thursdays but where are you coming from what are you doing how's your uh, the the weirdest question that has become not weird how's your pandemic?
2: Um I am in Jersey City right now.
0: Okay. I, I, I
2: uh, I'm in my mom's basement. And
0: How is that?
2: Uh It it could be worse.
0: Well, I'm with my parents in Florida. I'm in Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> And I'm in like a pool house situation, which is nice because I'm separated like that. You know, the basement is different than a house that is not attached because the outside does provide you, you know, a moat like I my parents just don't walk in here. This is like me going to college a few hours away. <laughs> they can't just pop in anytime. What's it like? Are you living alone in the basement? Have you lived there before? Is this a new thing? Is this pandemic related? What's going on?
2: So about two years ago, I like suddenly decided to move back from Los Angeles. And I was like, I'll just move in with my mom. And I never left. And my fiance moved in about a year ago. So here we are. Happy family.
0: (laughs) Wow. Are you from Jersey City?
2: I'm from Queens, but my mom moved here recently.
0: Okay, so now you're with your fiance and you're, do they get along? Is that okay? Is that tough?
2: It's fine. I mean it's
0: the plot the plot thickens.
2: The plot thickens. It's not every um it's not every partner's dream to live with their mother in- law, but I mean, it's fine.
0: it's i I guess to me, I know I don't mean to gender a situation, but I would say. The male mom thing is easier. Like I think it's and this is my assumption. Oh, yeah, 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 it's like yeah, I agree. my assumption is like like my like if I was living with my girlfriend's family like I can, you know, the mom and I would get along just because moms and sons and guys are given a certain amount of leeway that I don't think women get. My girlfriend was here for a little bit and, you know, it was you know, they my mom and her get along. My mom loves her and she loves my mom. But it was it was there was a female dynamic that I couldn't understand. That it was like I was dealing with two Jewish cobras. Yeah, yeah. I was I was the referee being like, Okay, okay, back to your corner, back to your like I felt like I was a rushed maitre D at a restaurant that was down on staff. Like I always had to make sure everyone was okay. Do you I want a good Clean fight, no kibitzing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. That was, no, no talking shit. I want, I want no, <laughs> no. Like, I don't want you asking about if a uh, laundry. I want you doing laundry over there. You making the bed over there. I'll be in the middle. You know what are you? What's the dynamic like with you and the fiance and your mom?
2: Well, I agree that with the guy's mom and. The woman, it can be competitive. It, my mom and my fiance, they get along pretty well. It's, yeah. you know, I think there was only like one argument the whole pandemic, which is pretty good.
0: It's pretty great.
2: Yeah, pretty good. I mean, it wasn't so, fun.
0: <laughs> of course. What was the argument about? Can you get into that, or it was, was, like, what was the what was the situation?
2: Um, what'd you say?
0: What was the situation? What was the argument about?
2: This was the situation. The fight was about
0: storage oh well again space that's what all these things (laughs) come down to it it, whether we you know space can be in any form it can trickle down so what was the storage situation
2: certain space we should not have put stuff in and we did and it was not good
0: yeah i i i you know it's space is a weird thing because like this happened with my mom. Uh Jess and I, we ate at 3 30 one day. And it was like oh, no! You know, for <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah, the 3 30. <laughs> how could you? But it was PM incre- We had lunch at 3 30 okay. PM because we <sighs> didn't eat for the and I was like you know, we ate lunch knowing fully that we'll have to sit down to dinner. So it's like we ate at three thirty, but then it's like my mom was like, "Oh, I don't know. I guess you're out for dinner." It's like, no, no, no. But to her, that was like encroaching on her space of when she'll be able sp- time and space. When do I get to oh, eat? No! Well, uh, exactly. That's how she reacted to it. So you have a podcast called Thirst Trap. What is the what's the premise there? What's the one minute commercial?
2: Uh, thirst trap it's pretty much about social media uh what do's and don'ts who's in our dms uh the thirstiest things you can do and uh yeah just making fun of people on social media making fun of ourselves
0: so what i mean what spurs this what makes you think to do a podcast called thirst trap where you're talking about social media and dms and things like that like is this something you've done in the past, or do you have a lot of people in your DMs? What's the situation?
2: So the podcast is with my comedian friend Amanda Gale, and I personally post a lot of thirst traps. And uh, you do, I,
0: but you. So what's the? So you have a fiance. So what's the? What's the point of a thirst? Is that allowed? You know, I don't know. Yeah, he takes all of my thirst traps. He loves it. Okay, <laughs> okay. so I. I mean what what's the I mean, because it's called a thirst trap right look at the the studio audience here is proud of you i mean i don't i i would say like i i don't mean to be like this isn't from a place of judgment but you're you're saying you're trapping someone with their thirst so like and your husband's in on it are you guys like just like you know is there an element of like is this to get followers what's the deal
2: Um, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like my, I'm building like this brand of this like aesthetic of being like, I feel weird talking about myself this way, but it's like, it's just like, it's like my, it's the way that you have to think about yourself and you have to like kind of make yourself niche as a comedian to, or as an artist in any way. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's been working pretty well.
0: That's great. I mean, for me, like, I'm like. Like, I know this isn't just a female thing. Like, I I know I work with uh, Forzag. He's a, a trainer. And he's in that game a little bit where it's like some days you're posting training stuff. Some days he's posting him looking like he's etched from granite. Like, and he's like, you, you know, he's like, but it creates engagement. And it creates, you know, opportunities for other things that might come up. Maybe it's a modeling opportunity. Maybe it's to be funny and or like to be a trainer and whatever it is, you know. And so I guess I understand it. Like, I, I don't know what my version of a thirst trap would be. I guess my I guess it can come in many forms, right?
2: I guess what I would also add is that, like, I feel like Sexuality is really powerful. And in my career as a comedian, I feel like people have been like, oh, you're just hot. That's why you're getting something. And it's like, you can be hot and funny and you should use it. Like you you should be empowered by being beautiful or being young or whatever the fuck you are and use it to your advantage. It's not mutually exclusive. And I feel like when I'm old, I'm gonna be like happy that I took a bunch of hot pictures of myself
0: absolutely and and also why not use everything at your disposal yeah. anything you got to try and like claw your way through things to get to the next opportunity i understand that like i guess the the question would become like you must have people so with posting thirst traps that your husband is posting helping you take the picture of <laughs> you must have men making a fool of themselves on daily basis no
2: I actually don't get that many crazy DMS. I feel like I make it pretty clear that it's like, I'm not like available. Sure. But yeah, it's, fu- it's funny.
0: Yeah. I just, I think like some people, I mean, we see it with this stuff. Like we, like with the emails that we get, and we're going to get to the emails, J podcast, It, you know, some people, no matter how much of a warning you put up, they're going right. to pursue, they're going to, like in a weird way like the idea of like liking a bunch of Instagram pictures in a row to show that you're there and available and willing like those are all ways that are funny when you think of them but they're real ways people are approaching people
2: yeah for sure it's it is crazy i i recently got like a a cameo request to say penis 10 times and <laughs>
0: yeah that's one of those things it's like that yeah well that's what and also we're in this like brave new world of you don't know what gets someone off like someone could message you being like yeah just say the word uh say the word penis five times but say it you know on voice recorder and i want you to sing it to the tune of I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. And and it's like, and then you come. Yeah. And then you come to find out like that's their thing. They're like, I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy file. Uh, I don't know what that means about me. <laughs> like, it's like you, you in this, this internet world, like it's almost like anything can be a thing. You don't even know what you're hitting on.
2: It's so true. And it's scary, but it's, it's whatever. I mean, who fucking knows what's hot to some people.
0: Are you guys, are, so you and Amanda, are you guys taking emails? Are people sending in their crazy thirst trap moments? Like, and what about putting up a thirst trap? Like, when I think of thirst trap, I think of like, I just got out of a relationship. I'm going to put up a picture that makes me attract the other sex to show that I am, to to try and find someone who's attracted to me.
2: Totally, yeah. We do take emails, I think that, and like submissions of of funny messages. I think doing that is cool. I do think thirst trap should be a photo that you like of yourself. It shouldn't be just because you want attention from whatever sex you're attracted to.
0: Well, wouldn't the, the, I would assume that most people would like the picture of themselves that attracts other people, no? No.
2: Yeah, but I feel like sometimes people are really insecure before posting a, a thirst trap and they're, they're not doing it for the. See, Shelby's nodding. Well,
1: I've heard that <laughs> women dress just as much for other women. So, this is this kind of related?
0: So, you think women thirst trap for other women as <laughs> well?
1: Sure, like check out what I've got going on.
2: Yeah. What we were talking about on the the episode we just recorded is when women post photos of flowers they get from their boyfriends, which is, like, very thirsty that's a different, for other dudes.
0: And I've that's, seen, like... So that's interesting.
1: And mm-hmm. I've seen people, they post something, and then, like, their friends or other women they know comment, like, yes, oh, my God, yes, you, and then, but guys aren't <laughs> doing that for each other. like
0: Sure. Yeah, there's a different, I guess there's different types of thirst traps and I guess it gets caught and mired in this like idea that it's a sexual thing. Like, you know, like I I know there was this whole thing. I got interviewed for an article. It was about how you're like slowly showing your significant other on social media Mm -hmm. and to like show their hand and then you show a shoulder and then it's like, hey, date night with this boo and it's like, kind of them in the shadows and then finally there's a big reveal of like here's the significant other and like that's a form of thirst trap I think in the other way I think a lot of people put out like like if like when I was first with my girlfriend I wasn't gonna put that out immediately because I was like there's also this element of like people you have broken up with and you know, being and and this is uh, this is an ego filled word, but like kind of being kind to the people that you have recently not ended up with. And maybe you gave reasons to them that were half reasons where it's like, hey, I'm not ready for a relationship when it was really I'm not ready for a relationship with you. And now you're in a new relationship and they're like, and you, you're kind of avoiding po- posting for that one person as crazy as that sounds.
2: Totally. Do you feel like, uh, as a entertainer, it's different posting about your significant other than it would be if it was just a personal account that you had?
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I, because here's the other thing I had, uh, here's a real situation. Um, Jess got a message from a random account that was just created, just saying that I was a bad guy and you yeah. should stay away from Jared. And, and, and it annoyed me because now, and I, I didn't know what to say to it. Like, I didn't know what, to, I didn't know what to say. I couldn't be like, no, I swear. The more I protested it, the more guilty I looked because I did nothing wrong. But, and then it becomes this vague thing where, you know, vague little tiny things can just sit in your brain and she's only human for going, is there anything I should worry about? She should say that. And right. I have to say, no, I don't even know what this person's talking about. Now you start going down the wormhole. You're like, yeah, there are people that I haven't, you know, been the best of boyfriends to, or there's people that I haven't, not, not in like a malicious bad way, but in that breakups happen, feelings get hurt. And I can't control what someone else, is feeling based on my new relationship and it's like so then you're living in this world of like fuck like I don't want my girlfriend to have to get like messages like that and it could be someone that just didn't like a joke of mine and then I block them and they're like well I'm gonna fuck with Jared and I'll message his girlfriend and say oh yeah he's bad there's he's doing things like it it doesn't take a lot to lie like that so I I I, there's a what's that
1: I was me I sent it. That was a shelving. Was, you, sent, you sent your coffee with J-Train too late, and I was mad.
0: That's it. And that, that's it. Yeah. That, well, it's something as little as that, and it's like ruined my whole week. And it's it's like, oh, I don't want to get in an argument. And then she tells her mom, and her mom's like, well, Jared's a nice guy. It got to be something crazy. And it's like, yeah, I don't know what I can even say to it. So I, I try my best to post with my, I love posting with her. I love putting her out there, but there's also an element of like, she didn't choose to try and get followers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I also feel like anyone in the world has people that don't like them, don't like a thing they said, and would love to reach out to their significant others. And you just happen to have the following where people have access to do that. So it's like anyone could receive that message if people knew how to do it. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely, and it's so I think it's an interesting world. It's always um, very tough to figure this out. I, 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 and I think a podcast is worth it because it makes people feel less alone, which is what mm-hmm. this podcast is for. So we're very excited. Everyone, go check out the podcast Thirst Trap at Natalie Cuomo underscore. It's going to be all over my social media. Go follow. She's hilarious. <laughs> Let's do some emails. You ready? Oh, yeah. Is that? Yes. OK, <laughs> so, OK, let me just check on my time here. Train Podcast at Juma.com. unprofessional or shooting my shot Jared I've been a listener for over two years now and I don't see that ending anytime soon keep up the haze I'm a social worker and have a case where I'm working with people outside my agency one of the people I'm working with is a guy I met over Zoom recently and I was, almost, I was almost instantly attracted to him we had about a half hour conversation over Zoom about the case we're working on but didn't talk much about our personal lives I didn't want him to forget about me so I added him on LinkedIn and sent him a message saying it was nice to meet him and that I appreciate the work he does he replied and said it was a pleasure to meet me and that he'll keep in touch uh, keep in contact about our case I want to get to know him more but I don't know when our next interaction will be for work how often it will be for the remainder of my time at this agency I'm done at the end of April since we don't work at the same agency I don't consider him a colleague but I do feel there is a professional barrier that I may cross if I show interest I consider adding him I considered adding him on Facebook but my friend told me to play it cool and wait until our next work interaction to spark up a conversation unrelated to work I'm not sure how to go about this without being inappropriate but also making him aware of my interests he's 37 I'm 25 I'm worried he won't see my attempts at flirting as because as uh flirting as flirting because I'm much younger than he is would love your advice on this thanks Jared Natalie what do you think
2: oh my god he'll definitely see your attempts as flirting as flirting because you're younger <laughs> um and uh I think I don't know I mean I think that it, it's you have to separate it from the business conversation because it's impossible to tell where he stands when you're talking in a, in a business setting.
0: Right. Mm. Yeah. You got to make the jump. Um, yes. I, 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 I'm, I think like waiting till the next interaction is the proper play because I think at least it gives you time. It gives it. And, and let's see if the world brings you back together. Let's, let's give it, Let's let it breathe. I think you did do a great move. And by moving it to LinkedIn and sending that message, you did give him the opportunity to be like, and what are you up to this weekend? And he didn't take it. So let's let's keep that in mind. Like I, I think a lot of times when people try to pursue over social media, they kind of ignore every time they pursued when it doesn't go in their favor. So you did give him an opening the, and also, the next time you're on Zoom, it's hard to be flirty over Zoom. Like, <laughs> it, like it's hard to be like, especially if, if there's other people in on the conversation, it's hard. I don't know if it's just YouTube, but like, it's just hard to move the conversation that way. Like, when you're in an office setting, it's easier to go, so what's the plan this weekend? Like, that's the easy way to get into it. Um, but I would wait until that next time, and then if it is flirtier, you go back to LinkedIn, and just say, hey, great talking to you again. If you're ever up for a drink sometime, that uh, here's my number. You have to leave this in his mm. court. The ball has to be left in his court because right now you've got one strike. And she might not see it that way, but the strike is there. He did have the opportunity to message you and he didn't take it. That's right. The game, The game ended on game one. Right, Natalie, don't you think?
2: This is amazing advice. Yes, I completely agree. And also short and sweet. I love that. Here's my number. If you want to get a drink, let me know. I love that. I think that's right. But you
0: have to, I think also you have to listen to the subtle no's when it comes to social media. This is a yes. subtle no. He gave you a no. So like, I'm not saying you can't try again, but you did go above and beyond to find him, to message him. Mm. Look at all the steps you took. And he right. took zero steps. So... Again, we don't know his situation. He's 37. You only saw him on a Zoom in, on a Zoom meeting and LinkedIn. He right, could he be might married. Have kids, yeah. Yeah, we don't know. So I think wait till the next time, one more message and it's two strikes, you're out. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Truff. I love Truff. I love Truff. It is I mean, okay. This is a hot sauce, but it's luxury and it's not going to ruin your meal. It's going to accentuate the meal. I am trying to be healthier. I'm trying to eat better, but you're, you know, you want variety. That's the biggest problem with eating healthier is you're like, I got to have eggs again. I got to have the grilled chicken again. I got to have the steamed vegetables. I've been adding truff on everything. To, to mix it up, eggs in the morning, my grilled chicken at night, a little a little dab in the corner, and I'm dipping my broccoli in it, just to give me some a little extra there. and and it comes in travel size. That is if and, and it, so if you're someone who knows that when they go out, they look at a menu and they go, what do I get here? Oh, I want to be healthy, but the fries look so good. the 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 you know the the the, the, the 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 you know, other dishes look amazing. What you can do is order healthier and then have that little travel sized trough in your bag. Put it on your plate. And now you've got a brand new meal. And again, it accentuates it is a delicious, flavorful sauce that and also, again, let me, let me just say, a fantastic gift that's going to surprise people that you love and, and they're going to go wild for it because it comes in packaging that looks like it's an important gift because it is. The best, the best things in life come in threes and now so does Truff with three great flavors. This is another thing. Now, you're adding the different Truff flavors to your different meals. I, I again, I don't think Truff thought that I'd go the direction of like, this is a, way to stay healthy but this is how i think of it because i'm sitting here going you know i, I guess i'll have egg whites again oh with a little you know a little bit of trough Woo, okay just jump it up and now they have three flavors those are three meals in your life that just got a nice judge got a nice you know uh got a i call it the trough up truffed you up with some with some trough so they have the flagship hot sauce the flavor pack black truffle hot sauce that started it all. They have the truff hotter hot sauce, a jalapeno forward blend for those who can never get enough heat and premium white truff hot sauce embodying the essence of the luxurious and fragrant white truffle. I, I got to tell you, they're all delicious, but they all take a meal and make it take it from regular to extraordinary. You truff it up. Food and Wine Magazine, Rachel Ray, and Oprah, that's right, Oprah, all love Truff, and you will too. See for yourself why Truff is the biggest hot sauce on Instagram and TikTok. Get 10, 10, 10, 10% off site-wide when you use promo code JTRAIN, 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 at truff.com. That's T-R-U-F-F dot com. That's 10% off everything, including the White Truff VIP box and Truff Variety Pack, Great gifts, by the way. Just shop at truff.com. That's T-R-U-F-F. F as in fantastic.com Dot com. Truff.com. Promo code JTRAIN for 10% off. The JTRAIN podcast is brought to you by Noom. I, I got to say, I love Noom. It is a fantastic health app. And it's really there to be your sidekick. That's what it is. I, I use the calorie tracker. When you know how many calories are in something in the calorie tracker, you can put in literally anything. It has it waiting there for you. It can tell you. And again, they don't know exactly what you're putting, you know what you're eating, but it key, it's your guide. This is your health Sherpa, your sidekick, your your assistant. And it's there with information. When you have information, you can make better decisions. And when it comes to getting healthy and staying healthy, there's a lot of contradictory information out there. That's right. That's the other thing. We get distracted. We're like, oh, okay, I'll go keto today. No, 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 Noom is there to help you make the right decisions that are sensible. Everyone and their sister thinks they have the best tips. But Noom is great because they know that changing your habits isn't about rules or trends. It's about changing your mindset. Noom sets you up for success by giving you the knowledge, tools, and confidence to make strategic choices that turn into long-term habits. We all know life can get hectic, but your Noom journey only asks for 10 minutes a day. See, that's the thing. 10 minutes a day to have a little bit more knowledge than you had yesterday so that you can make better decisions for your health. that's That's what it's all about. And- well, we, you know, a lot of us are like. Well, I'm going to do the, the the fasting one week. I don't eat for a week, and that's stupid. Noom is saying ten minutes a day, you're going to be better off at the end of the year. That's what you want to feel good in a T-shirt. You're not looking to, you know, become a bodybuilder. You want to feel good in your genes. That's what Noom is trying to do, based in science and built by psychologists. Noom doesn't give you rules, but instead teaches you how to think, so you can accomplish your personal health goals, stick with them long term, and get healthy for good. I've always said this is a mental issue, and Noom is attacking that at the front lines. Noom helps you ditch the idea of good foods and bad foods and develop a healthier relationship with food. And their cognitive behavioral approach. You know it's you know they've they're doing real shit when they when you can barely pronounce it. Cognitive behavioral approach means you're not just improving your health, you're gaining the knowledge and habits you need to stay healthy. Over 80% of Noomers finish the program and over 60% have stuck with their goals for at least 1 year. That is you know how hard that is? If if you started the year with a New Year's resolution, I'm taping this, you know, way into January. You know this is hard. And 80%, 60% stuck with their goals for at least a year. That's crazy numbers. And there's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. N O O M. Dot com slash J-train. Learn how to get healthy with Noom. Sign up for your trial today. Noom. That's N-O-O-M.com slash j train. Ready to learn how to live healthier? Sign up for noom today. N-O-O-M.com slash J Train. J podcast at Gma.com. JTrain podcast at gma.com. Here with Natalie Cuomo at Natalie Cuomo underscore. Go follow the podcast Thirst Trap every Thursday. Are friendship red flags a thing? Okay, you ready, Natalie? Oh, yeah. Love the podcast even though I am married and can't directly benefit from the dating advice. You <gasps> still keep it interesting. And your podcast get me through the long commute to work. I don't have a romantic relationship question, but what about a potential friendship that has some red flags? My red husband and I flag. don't have a... Lo- that's right. <laughs> My husband and I don't have a lot of friends, and our best couple friends moved out of state a few years ago for work. We bought a house in a new construction neighborhood last year, and we're excited to meet new people who would uh, who would all be in new new who would all be new in the neighborhood, and hopefully meet a couple to hang out with. So basically, move to a new neighborhood. It's all new builds, so it's going to be a lot of new people in a new place. Maybe we'll meet a new couple to hang out with as a couple. Is it hard, is that a hard thing, Natalie? You're you have a fiance, you're engaged. Is it hard to be couple friends? Do you guys have that struggle a little bit? We don't have couple friends at all. No, I, I no.
2: don't <laughs> we have his sister and her husband. That's it.
0: <laughs> Are you on the lookout for friends, like a couple to be friends with? Like, I don't really have that with no. my girlfriend. Like we've been together two and a half years and it's like I'm not like, oh, that couple looks nice. like I'm like, get away from me. Get out of the yeah. way, couple. You know, but I think this happens more when you go to like the suburban areas and you're right. in a new place. I can understand right. that. OK, well, due to covid, but uh, well, due to covid, but we've only met a few people so far in September. We hit it off with this couple across the street from us. For context, the couple is two males. We chatted about similar issues we were having uh, with our houses, which led to a hangout at their house for a few hours. Then we all became Facebook friends, and that's where the problem surfaced because I realized one of them is a complete asshole. Throughout the election season, I saw he was constantly posting polarizing political posts and calling anyone who disagreed with them stupid, sheep, or snowflakes. Facebook will show you in your feed when your friends comment on public posts. And I see him picking a fight with a Facebook stranger at least three times a week. This didn't stop after the election because then he then this conspiracy theory started about the so-called stolen election. Get him out of here. Uh, Boy, (laughs) Trump hates this. Another issue. Is he is always leaving restaurants, bad reviews for minor inconveniences with his takeout. This is also info Facebook chooses to show me. And in a pandemic, when these businesses are struggling to survive, I just think his reviews say a lot about his character. In person, he's pleasant, but it's hard to pretend I don't see his public behavior on social media. Am I making too big a deal out of this when they both are perfectly nice in person? Or is it only a matter of time before we butt heads in real life? I'd rather just never become friends in the first place than have a falling out and become enemies with my neighbor but maybe i'm thinking too far ahead and i'm in no position to turn away friends what are your thoughts any advice is appreciated i love this email get them out of here this is that's right get it we'll get this email in here i i think this is like <laughs> i think this is a perfect email for the times we live in it's perfect to have you as a guest natalie considering your podcast dealing with the kind of gray area of social media etiquette what do you think natalie i
2: think it's always it's a favor when people show you their true colors. I think it's it's a blessing. And I think these people, you don't have to have a, I don't think that these people are people that you want to be that close with. And you don't have to be, have a dramatic falling out with them. You can just keep your distance and be aware of the type of behavior they exhibit.
0: Yeah. And it's funny. She said something very, very important part of her email Is it only a matter of time before... But I'd rather not... uh, Maybe I'm thinking too far ahead. Well, no, you're not. You can't unknow the things you've seen. And Mm -hmm. that is the... That's the problem with social media. Like, if I'm this woman, I would be avoiding topics if I was over at their house. I would know the things that they get charged up about. I also would not be able to avoid these topics. I'd be like, ah, I just want to see how they react. And, like, it's only human to be like, well, you know, it's not like he stole the election, hmm? and then just see what he would say to that. Like, I think those are kind of, like, perfectly normal human instincts. Like, listen, my mom is, like, classic this person. My mom will say, Stop stop talking about it. Stop. We let's move on and then she'll bring on the thing we move bring up the thing we moved on about. So it's like that is like my mom's classic move. So like I don't think my mom's a bad person for doing that. I don't think she's I I think that's just a natural tendency is that you have this thing. It's like don't say it, don't say it, don't say it and then you're like uh conspiracy theory QAnon and it's like uh, of course you're going to say it in front. So like I think it's inevitable. Because it's almost easier to not do this if you didn't see this because in in close company, you wouldn't already be ready to, like, you wouldn't have your boxing gloves in your back pocket, like, ready to go. So you're going to be on guard no matter what when you hang out with these people. I think you can be pleasant, but, like, you can also know that you don't really need to make the effort to get to know these people considering their actions online, right?
2: Yeah, I think also the Yelp review thing, for some reason, is more alarming to me than anything else. I mean, yeah, I I really like as someone that's worked in service for all of my adult life. It's just it's so unnecessary to write a bad Yelp review about a restaurant. It's just I don't know why anyone would I don't know why anyone would do it. And
1: out of a pandemic.
2: Yeah, it's just yeah bizarre it also this situation reminds me of like I always really like finding people that make cool art on Instagram and I found someone on Instagram who made this like cool I won't say exactly what it is art thing and I was super excited about it I ordered one that was like custom was a gift for someone and uh, I followed them and then I noticed they started posting all this stuff about parlor and like really really alt-right stuff I like immediately felt uncomfortable that I had ordered something from them. I was like, I'm definitely not going to be ordering from them again. I kind of stopped talking to them and being friendly with them. I feel like those things are totally reasonable reasons to stop talking to someone and stop being friendly with someone.
0: Yeah. And, and it's the hard thing because, and people like will say like, well, back in the day, you just went to the restaurant. It's like, well, it's not back in the day anymore. The toothpaste is out of the tube. Mm-hmm. We can't get it back in. You have a, with the idea that someone connects you personally to your business and to whether they want to become a friends with you. That is the reality of 2021. We can't go back in time. I totally understand what you mean. Like, I, It feels good to buy something from someone you like. I'm yeah. sure people listen to this podcast and may disagree with me. I, that's why I love a podcast because – People might disagree with what you or I are saying, but they know we co- the place we come from is right. with the best of intentions. Where, yeah. And it's like some people will even just let you, they'll go, yeah, I didn't like what they said, but I do understand they come from a certain worldview and you get to explain it more. In a Facebook comment, you get like the three lines of them being a crazy person and then it's like, right. no, why would I try with you? Uh, to give a plug to an artist, I know she listens to this podcast, uh, at kate.jjj she's a great artist too kate.jjj she i mean just she does all this los angeles art and it's very cool so if someone's looking for an artist to follow on instagram which i do think is a fun follow but i i i totally agree with what you're saying it, it changes everything and it changes how you get to them i think it's you can be nice without making an effort i think mm-hmm. that's the thing they invite you over and Hey, no problem, but we're going to pass. And I think people start to like feel that they go, well, no one hangs out with us. Well, look how you're acting on social media. At some point they're going to find out, but it doesn't have to be from you.
2: Yes, I agree. It's not your responsibility at all.
0: J-Train podcast at gmail.com, J-Train podcast Get Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Here. Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Here with Natalie Cuomo at Natalie Cuomo underscore. Go, 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 go follow the podcast. Thirst Trap. Go get involved. Let's do this one. JTrain. It's called No Affection, No Sex, What Gives? Hmm. I've been seeing this new guy since early November after getting out of a very unhealthy two-year relationship. <laughs> we met on Hinge and got pretty comfortable with each other early on. I spent the, na- the night... At- I spent the night at, uh, at his place on the second date and spent the whole next day together no sex until the fourth date things were good we seem to have a lot in common but now we are approaching the three month mark and I can't read him he never shows me any attention no, there's no kisses there's no hugs he doesn't pull me in for a cuddle while in bed together no holding hands no nothing even though I try to initiate it I try to cuddle up to him I give him massages, scratch his back reach for his hand etc and on top of this I feel like we barely have sex either maybe like once every other other week for a, well, yeah this is getting sad hold on let me I'll go back a line and on top of this I feel like we barely have sex either maybe like once every other week for a brand new relationship that seems insane to me I'm used to guys wanting sex nearly every day at least early on in the relationship so what gives? He seems into me. He asks me to come over after work four to five times a week and spend the night. He FaceTimes me before bed on the days I don't come over. He's mentioned casually and in passing that he isn't seeing anyone else and neither am I. But we've never had an explicit conversation on what we're looking for out of the relationship. So what's going on? Am I expecting too much from someone too early on? Is he not that into me? Is he trying not to complicate things with sex? Is he... Just not affectionate and sexual guy. <laughs> is he waiting for me to blatantly initiate sex? And what should I do? If do I do want I what should I do if I want more? I don't want him to seem want to seem needy, but I also feel wanna want feel wanted by the person I'm seeing dating. I'm 25, he's 29 if that matters. Thanks for the advice. What do you think? A no, sad no, tale. No. A sad sex tale. This is tale. not good at all. This is terrible.
2: I have totally been in the position where I have I have told myself that, oh, yeah, he just, he doesn't, he's depressed. He doesn't feel like having sex, but he really likes me. No, he doesn't. He doesn't like you. He's lonely. He wants someone by him. He hasn't had an explicit conversation about his feelings for you because he doesn't give a fuck. That's my feeling.
0: Mm. I'm with you that this is a problem. I think we differ in opinion a little bit. I don't think I do think he likes her. I I think I don't think people are that wasteful with time. Time is a precious valuable thing. And I don't think people spend time with people they don't like. I will say she has one question. Is he um is he trying not to complicate things with sex? I don't think that's it. I think I think relations are complicated the minute you have sex once and then that never undoes. Like yeah. it takes one sexual experience for sex to make it complicated, and that's it. There, it is a on-off thing, and you can't turn it off. So you've already had sex. I think this is just not a sexual match. I think you're. I think the way yeah. she asks these questions, and it's very female the way she's asking these questions, and what you were just saying was so like from the same perspective like maybe I'm not enough maybe he's not into me maybe that's it. no maybe you're not fulfilled by
2: him ah I like that I like that
0: like yeah right like why is it Mm -hmm. and I and I do understand a lot of people think sex is a frivolous thing to throw away a good person for but there's going to be a lot of good people in your life you have to start living where there's more than one good person on earth and there's more than one person that can make you happy And there's more than one person that can make you happier than this person's making you. I think this is not the match. I think he has a different idea of sex than you do. Especially considering he's you're going over four to five times a week and you spend the night and he's FaceTiming you. He is doing what he thinks is enough. And that is not enough for you. And that's okay. I think you gotta end it. I think you deserve
2: better. I think that's like the biggest thing is is like, you know, have higher, higher value for your time, too. Like, well, you deserve someone that's going to, you don't have to settle for this.
0: Well, I, I'll say this. To defend him, let's say this is how sex, everyone's entitled to their own version of what sex is, amount of sex, what sexuality is, a, is allowed for them. Mm-hmm. She deserves a better match. Because yeah. this, he's not a bad person. Like I, right. it, based on this email, like based on this email, he's just someone that doesn't deal with sex and cuddling and, and affection in the same way she does. That's not mm-hmm. a that's a problem if you stay with it against yeah. your better judgment. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. Let's talk about love. If there's one thing that got us through this past year, it's love. And that means getting extra cheesy for Valentine's Day is okay. We'll allow it. Despite everything, we found new ways to match our daily lives together with the ones we love most. That's why MeUndies released their V-Day collection in undies, loungewear, and more. So you and your Valentine can match through it all. Show that special someone how much you care and say those three special words everyone wants to hear match my undies and if you're single no problem show yourself some love and something that makes you feel amazing because you deserve that i'll tell you right now this is such a fun gift for someone that you're you know such a fun valentine's day gift because it surprises it makes them smile you guys can match it's kind of cool you know Having this little secret between you, you guys go out and you look at her, and she looks at you, or you look at him, and he looks at you, and you know you're wearing the same underwear patterns. Like that's kind of fun. That's kind of a a little bit of a naughty thing. And if you're single, have a little surprise waiting for someone that you know that that asks you to 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 bear it all. You know, this is your little. This is the punchline at the end of the show. If that should happen, if you're lucky enough if if the if the if the night should take you there. You got a fun printed underwear. That's great. Also if you're single or just anybody, if you're wearing old underwear, you're doing a disservice to yourself. You're not walking as straight, you're not feeling as good, you're not you feel better when you're wearing clothes that feel good and if you're wearing old underwear, you just can't feel as good as as you would with new. What fit great fitting because these Miyandi's are great fitting and comfortable. Comfortable underwear. That's these are amazingly comfortable. They're made with sustainable, breathable, softer than soft fabric available in a, ra- a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. And Miyandi's membership gives you and your boo a new pair of undies or socks every month members get discounted pricing on everything undies makes as well as early access to major print launches i the the prints are great i love that they're fun i love that it's just something that you know it's it's the joke you're waiting to tell the most special person in your life and i and i love that that at some point you're putting a smile on someone's face cuz they're like what is on your underwear that's great MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. Get 15, 15, 15% off your first order and free shipping at com slash JTrain. com slash JTrain. com slash JTrain. Get 15% off your first order and free shipping at com slash JTrain. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Talkspace. Oh, I love Talkspace because... It's all about setting goals, creating goals, getting better, improving yourself. 2020 was a tough year, and I think we all learned that having our own little projects, our own little hobbies is mentally beneficial for all of us. I am a big New Year's resolution person because I know that accomplishing my resolution might not happen, but I do know that I'll be better for having tried for having the experience this year our homes and our offices are now the same space maybe you have to deal with overhearing every single one of your partner's conference calls or one of my friends was telling me the other day that they've been sitting in their car in the garage for some necessary alone time it's happening we've all been dealing with even more stress than usual and if any of these scenarios sound like you it's a good idea to get support from a therapist to figure out how to find peace and quiet within yourself. Talkspace is online therapy. That's here to give everyone support because we all need it right now. I'll tell you right now, I think this is an amazing, amazing service. I think all of us are looking to find normalcy in our world. We're also looking to find just that constant that can tell us that everything that we're thinking and feeling is, is normal and the anxiety we're feeling is happening for a lot of people commiseration and finding someone that can a professional that can walk you through it oh what a what an amazing opportunity this is TalkSpace will match you with a licensed therapist who you'll be able to reach out to 24 7. You can get started the same day you sign up. That's right. Whenever something is on your mind, you'll hear back five days a week. And there are other benefits to online therapy it's affordable. TalkSpace is a fraction of the cost of in person therapy. You know why that is? They don't have to pay the, the rent space, there's no building. They're doing it from their home too. So, you, you know, they pass the savings on to you. One month on Talkspace costs about the same as a single in-person appointment. And once you're in their network, you will have access to thousands of therapists. They have experience treating a range of issues, over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, substance abuse, relationships, food, and more. My therapist gave me practical guidance that really changed my life for the better. I'm so glad that I found Talkspace and got the support that I need, and you can too. As a listener of this podcast, you will get $100 off of your first month with Talkspace. To match with a lot Licensed therapist today. Go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code JTrain. JTrain. JTrain to get one hundred dollars off your first month and show your support for the show. That's JTrain and Talkspace.com. JTrain podcast at JTrain podcast. Uh, at-
2: that one gave me flashbacks. I didn't like
0: that. <laughs> let's do. um, Let's do this one. Text gets sexual. Dating help needed.
2: Ooh.
0: I'm a bit clueless and out of the dating game. It's been a long time and I don't online date. When COVID happened, I started randomly getting texts from a guy I was roommates with a few summers ago. It was a welcome surprise because it's been a really isolating time. Things were kept light. Just sending songs back and forth, building on what felt like the loneliness friendship via text. At a certain point, I felt like all the texting was silly and I wanted to just ask uh, to a person on the and I wanted to just talk to a person on the phone. So we did. He called me. But at like 2 a.m. really drunk and we talked until early morning. He confessed a bunch of feelings to me he had back then and didn't want to act on because we were roommates. The kicker, of course, he has a girl. He has a girlfriend. That was that was what I was waiting for. Like why he probably didn't call me sooner. But it seems if the, it seems as if they have some kind of open relationship. That night, things got flirty on the phone and slightly escalated. We agreed that after that, to backpedal a bit and not get sexual because, well, I'm not really feeling that right now. It's too soon to jump. Just jump to that, and I don't want to really want an escape from his relationship or anything like that. I want to respect, it and, uh, and she deserves the same. A few weeks of uh, back to casual texts, and he's sending me texts about going to a cabin and staying with me uh, there forever, et cetera. All seems like fantasy stuff. He tells me he wants to be there with me with no clothes and just forever make music, and these things. And these are chronic daydreams. These are his chronic daydreams. I feel like I like him, but I'm compl- conflicted. I know the pandemic has brought up a, a lot for people, myself included, in realizations about our lives. I'm cautious about him because, again, I don't really feel, want an open, uh, I don't really want to be an escape fantasy of a girl he vaguely remembers. I don't want to be some get his last kicks person for him before he often gets serious with someone else. I'm coming back to the city after being away for almost this whole year, and he knows this. I'm asking for help navigating this because I'm finding it really hard to be straightforward. Since the phone call, I did say let's dial it back for now. He agreed, and I don't want the light texting to stop. When he gets sexual, fantasy-ish, I feel taken aback a bit, and I don't want him to take. I don't want to take him seriously, and I don't want to give into it. So I kind of bypass those texts. Ha ha. It kind of turns me off when he turns things sexual. To be honest, like, what are your other go-to things to talk about? Let's talk about that instead of let's let's. Let, and let's let things naturally lead to other stuff you know there's also the issue of trust that if I like him but he's with someone else then how seriously can he like me or her and how can I get better at reading what kind of person he is I don't really know the full circumstance of their relationship and I know things are always so black and white and I wonder aren't always things aren't so black and white and I wonder if he's a shyster or a decent dude so what do you think
2: Hmm. I mean, I think this listener is very, is very smart. I feel like she's like setting, she, they are setting boundaries. They're very self-aware. They're like not, you know, they're respecting his partner. They're, you know, not letting themselves get too emotionally involved. It sounds like a straightforward conversation needs to happen where this guy is honest about what kind of relationship he's
0: in. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the emailer is being appropriately cautious. I think they um, are asking the right questions, but there's a point where you have to stop asking questions and kind of move on from it. And Mm -hmm. I think like, the idea that he keeps pushing for naughty sexual texts, and she's like, why don't we get to know each other? That to me is less... Like, why don't we get to know each other? And it's more, you're not the match. You're looking for different things. Like, I think we always lean towards, whoa, back off. It's like, no, 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 no. That is the road they are looking to walk down. And at some point, they're going to pivot to that road, even if, like, he's not looking to get to know you in that way. And that's, I don't know if that's okay or not. I, I would say it's not okay for him to kind of like bypass the things that you're telling him of like, hey, back it up a bit. Um, But he has you, you're answering. That's why he's always gonna take it that way. The most important part is what you hit on. The kicker, of course, he has a girlfriend. That was what I was waiting for, like why he probably didn't call me sooner, but it seems as if they have some kind of open relationship. That's not how it works. That's not, people in open relationships are the most Communicative people. They're mm-hmm. the most open. They have rules. They they will let you know it. It is almost weird. It's why people <laughs> don't believe that open relationships exist because they're like, well, who acts this way? It's an abnormal. They all act weirdly, but it works for them. So I'm not saying it's impossible to have an open relationship, but this is not how it's communicated. To go, you would know every rule he has set up with his open relationship so that he could press forward and he's not doing that. So to me, that is someone who's lying to you. That is someone who is not being, you know, forthright with you. Who's not trying to get to know you. And for that reason, I would back away and I would kind of walk away from this as hard as that is because she mentioned a lot of like very relatable things with being, you know, isolated and lonely and you're looking for someone to talk to. And I don't think this is the right person. I think they're talking to you for bad reasons.
2: I agree. I don't think this is the right person either. I think they're kind of being like lustful and indulgent and, and not truthful. And it's just, it's, it's not just a red flag. It's a red blanket. Yeah. Red and it's also,
0: yeah. This is, <laughs> there's a lot of red flags attached together. Yeah. They, and, and also the idea that he keeps going to fantasy land. When people deal in fantasy, they call you babe or they tell you how much they love you before you even meet. They're looking for fantasy. They're looking mm-hmm. for you to delve into the fantasy with them. This will right. not be real. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast Jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com. Here with Natalie Cuomo. At Natalie Cuomo underscore. I'm going to send you some screenshots is that okay
2: yeah yeah
0: this is called what to do with a uh. long a lingering ghoster I met this guy back in May 2020 at a party finally a guy I wanted to take between the sheets and I was ecstatic he was good impressive if you know what I mean fun slightly aggressive I loved it sorry this, are, this is starting good he came up uh, I think we need some sexy music for this, Shelby. Yeah, this is yeah. sexy. I met this guy back in 2020 at a party May 2020. I met this guy back in May 2020 at a party. Finally, a guy I wanted to take between the sheets. And I was ecstatic. He was good. Impressive, if you know what I mean. Fun and slightly aggressive. I loved it. He came over the next night for round three. Next day, he had to drive home, which is several hours away. He comes to town several times a year to visit family and friends. I'm 28. He's 33. The next four months, he either can't... The, the next four months either he came down or I went down there this was only once a month for several days we did go out for lunches dinners and a couple of hikes on these visits started to get to know each other and even discuss children he brought it up I was determined to not overthink things and it was that it was only casual I was doing good until his visit in August he stayed at my place on this visit as he had an argument with his parents He invited me to his friend's party and dinner with his other friends and wife beforehand. Dinner went well, but the party was disappointing as he left me stranded to go around and see old friends. Didn't even ask if I wanted to come with. I don't think much about it at the time, but realizing as I typed this. After that that visit, I started to catch feelings and thought he may want to pursue a relationship. What else would he invite? Why else would he invite me? Among other signs on prior hangouts couple weeks after I drove down to his place, I didn't bring up a relationship as I was unsure as to whether I wanted a long-distance one, but I'll admit I did act a little more girlfriend-like in public, i.e. touchier. Attached our convo on my drive home. Screenshot one. Okay, so let's bring up screenshot one. How's the drive? Awesome.
2: Good to get it done. You'll get home in a decent time at least. Boring as hell, LOL. Just stopped in blank to get gas.
0: You're making pretty good time, though. And thank you so much. I'd only be half done if it wasn't for you.
2: And peace, Smiley. I'm happy. I was happy to make it out and help.
0: Me too. Sorry if I was a little distant quiet. Had a lot of memories in the house. Good and bad. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. No worries. Understandable.
0: Doesn't mean anything, though.
2: Okay, thanks. Would have overthought about that later.
0: Haha, ha, I don't want that. Okay, so that was the first text she sent. Okay. He was planning on coming down in October for Thanksgiving and never messaged me. So I messaged him the day before. See screenshots two and three. Screenshots also mm-hmm. include my final text. So... Hey, ended up having to work today. See how long I'll be here and hopefully make it back after. If not, then tomorrow morning, but just there for a day. Do you have any plans? So this is him responding. She's like, hey, haven't heard from you. Still coming down. This is her getting ahead of Thanksgiving. And then he says, ended up having to work today. See how long I'll be there and hopefully. So he's being kind of vague with his trip for Thanksgiving.
2: Okay. Then she says, "Okay, told a friend I would help move out of move some of his stuff to his place late Sunday morning for a couple hours."
0: Are you doing it thanks your Thanksgiving dinner Sunday or Monday?
2: Monday. Two hours later, he doesn't need my help anymore. He's moving next weekend. Five hours later, how's it going over there?
0: Ah, it's all right. Going to leave in the uh, in the AM. Just not feeling the drive currently.
2: Yeah, understandable. Sucks you had to work. You're just coming down for the day tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I really don't want to. Everyone else is out of town. We were taking taking our hoist down and getting ready to form and pour the slabs that were left out for it. Had to make sure things were going as they should.
2: Uh, they beat you out of the city. Yeah, don't want to have that go wrong. Thursday, October twenty second. So that's twelve days later. Hope you yeah. were. Yeah, hope you weren't wanting that container back. It's now in Calgary. Then Saturday, November seventh. So, um, any chance that I'm getting my stuff back?
0: Yeah, he basically went from he he was. Let's get to the rest of her email because there's a lot of opinions that I have. He was planning on coming down in October. That's where screen- Thanksgiving never messaged me. So I messaged him the day before. Those are the screenshots we just read. Uh, if it matters, he's going through a legal separation. Just contact a lawyer in September to respond. So I question as to whether that has put him off. I have I have him on Instagram and he still watches my minimal stories I post. Uh, I'll confess that I've kept him on Instagram as a thought, as I thought maybe he'll realize what a catch I am and come around. A girl can hope. Do I remove him on Instagram? Would it catch his attention to contact me? Any insights on what the fuck happened? As much appreciate it. Do you have any thoughts on what happened here, Natalie?
2: Uh, I mean, this sucks. I do feel like this guy was kind of distancing himself. Like when he said in that text when she was driving home, "like Sorry, I was distant. Don't overthink it." That I didn't like the way that he said that. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like that was, like, the first sign. I think if I had been distant towards someone that I was romantic with and I really didn't mean it, I'd be like, hey, I just want you to know I really do feel strongly about you and I'm going through something right now and I don't want you to take it personally. Like, that's that's how it, you should communicate
0: It also kind of, like, re- it also reeks of being a little bit, like, acknowledging it, like, of going, like, yeah, like, I knew the whole time. Of, like, if you knew yeah. you were being distant, then don't be fucking distant. Like, yeah, so that's kind of like sucks. him... That's kind of him being like, warning, warning, I'm distancing. And then she sends a text about Thanksgiving. And what he does is he leaves enough time that he doesn't answer so that he can still be the nice guy. So he's always in response mode he was never making a plan this is kind of the thing where you there's a point where you don't you have to stop wasting your own time and i don't think i don't want to blame her i think she did what she thought was right she was acting honestly but i will say there's a point where you have to go hey i'd like to see you this thanksgiving let me know what your plan is and then he doesn't make that plan or he does and in this in this scenario you kind of kept texting him being like so beating around the bush of like he knows you want to hang out with him he knows that he's traveled back and forth over the month over the span of four months had great sex had great times and then kind of now he's backing off so he's living in this like vagueness where it makes him not a dick and now he can disappear. He basically, it's not a lingering ghost. He's fading into the mist of life. He's basically, he's letting this become a fizzle out instead of a ghost. Mm -hmm. When people say it fizzled out, it's in this situation where they go, well, I didn't really let him know that I wanted to hang out over Thanksgiving. He was never going to hang out with her over Thanksgiving. He was never going to get in touch. He, exactly. It's just him going, woo, woo and backing away right he's a dream sequence and he just all of a sudden you're like where's he going he's vanishing Uh, and now he's gone and now she's like can i just into the fog if you build it they will come and if you build it they will come and then they will go and that's kind of this thing where she i'm not saying she let it happen but she's playing along with this fake narrative that he's living in he's living in a lie where it's like well, I don't know, maybe I'll be home. It's like, hey, if our, if you're coming home, I'd like to see you. We've been doing this for four months. And I know that's hard to say because it's, it's like leaving the land of like sexy unreality. But he thinks he has this like, you know, emergency pull to be like, ah, we live far away, drives tough. I don't know if I'm going to be there. Right. And it's like, and now she doesn't question it because she doesn't feel she has the right to because they're not a thing. You are a thing. What we have to stop believing is that casual relationships aren't relationships. They're relationships. It's two human beings. It's a respect of time and effort. Hey, I'm not... You saying, hey, if you come to town, I'd like to see you. Isn't you saying, if you come to town, you must have the carrier pigeon bring the note and let me know that I'll be giving myself to you for the week until we get married. That's not what you're saying. You're just saying... I want the respect of a communication with someone that has seen my naked body. Right.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. I also think he's like just trying to not take responsibility. He obviously wants to break up with her, but he's too lazy to do it. He's too afraid of like making her upset or having to have a conversation. So he's just, (coughs) he's just ducking out and it's, it's shitty.
0: He's taking the opportunity. She's giving him. You have to Mm -hmm. stop giving people opportunities Right. To fade away from you. She's giving him the opportunity of like being like, so when's your next trip? It's like, hey, when are you coming back? Am I going to see you? I kind of want to know if I I have to plan my own weekend, too. I got Thanksgiving, too.
2: I know I would never have. I would. I I mean, I would be so angry if someone did this to me. I'd call them. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah. Are you going to give me some sort of explanation here? Like, what the fuck's going on? It just, yeah, weird.
0: It's, it's, it's more, she doesn't want to hear the truth. Hearing the truth sucks. And the truth is that this guy is never going to be the one. Should she block him on Instagram? Yeah. Cause he's occupying your brain space and he's not even like, I would block him on Instagram and, and, and I would break up with him over the text that he's ghosting you on. I would go, Hey, yeah you're watching my stories and you haven't responded here so I'm just going to get something off my chest you were vague with me over Thanksgiving all I wanted was to see you and get to know you more and you didn't even give me the adult answer that I should get that I deserve so I'm letting you know right now I don't want to hear from you again this is over for me because then that take that takes him out of messaging you the next time he's in town he can't go whoa i just saw this text no that's out the window
2: yeah on top of that it like then she takes her power back like take your power back from this asshole like it's not the car don't make it like oh is he gonna notice if i if he keeps me on instagram my picture no that's not about that you take the power back you decide like the cards are in your hand you don't want to be with a guy that's like this so tell him it's over and you know, it's it's not it's it's not about waiting around for this, this shit that can't take responsibility for his own actions.
0: Yeah, it's about taking back your own time, too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. J train podcast at gmail dot com J podcast at gmail dot com. Natalie, this was fantastic. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Thank you so much
2: for having me. Of
0: course at Natalie Cuomo underscore go follow go follow go follow the podcast is called Thirst Trap it comes out every Thursday Shelby thank you for playing on the ones and twos
1: thanks for having me once again
0: at Classic Shelb on Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and everything you use are you on are you on TikTok yet no no I think you'd kill it there. I think I I did
1: a couple, and I'm just, I don't have time. It's too much. Simply too much.
0: As the Steve Jobs of podcasting, how could you have the time? I would feel badly about myself if you did. So, at Classic Shelb on Instagram, I'm Jared Freed. We're here Mondays and Thursdays. We'll be back next week. Boom.